Good morning, I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send them in to Inch by Inch at peterinch.ca and we'll answer them on the next Saturday show. We are the 2023 Consumer's Choice Award winner. Uh, We are up to 712 people following us on Facebook, up three. Um, We would also like to mention we are looking for hometown heroes and nominations can be sent to the inch by inch at peterinch.ca for someone who is making a difference in our community by serving others. So you can either email us or give us a uh, call at the office. So how's Mr. Gilbert? I'm good, thanks. Um, how'd your finals go a week ago, last Saturday? We um, we lost the A final, so we finished second in the club. Um, we had a really close game, but um, played Mr. McDonald, Scott, and um, we uh, we thought we made a really good shot against him in six. Uh, we, we were playing uh, just a hit and roll into the center, try, trying to take a shot away from him, but apparently we left him a better one because... Uh, after he threw his last rock, uh, our two yellows weren't in the rings anymore, and he was sitting four. Good shot. It was a great shot, actually. Yeah. Kind of. Did you see the um, Nicholas Sedin spinner? I love that. And then, yeah, and then he scores deuce, right? It stops just in time. No, he only scored one. No, he scored two. Went to an extra end. No, he scored two that end to tie it up. Seven, oh, to seven. tie it up, yes. and then went to an yes. extra end. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was, I don't know whether he won the game. Either do I, but <laughs> they're not talking about that. They're just talking about the shot he made, right? Which was yeah. phenomenal, yes. The um, the world, they go on. They'll finish this weekend, so we'll see how Gushu do, uh, does. He started a little slow, but he's sure uh, starting to pick it up like he did at the Briar, so hopefully he'll do well down there. Um, we should thank everybody at the St. Thomas Curling Club, uh, the Aaron Squires for what he did for the men's league and all the conveners for all the leagues as it starts to shut down for the summer as uh, the construction is starting to pick up on Parkside Drive. So it's going to be a a busy time around the curling club just with all the construction going on and hopefully by October it will be done and when we come back we'll have a nice new road and right. uh, yeah. drive into our, our parking lot that will be new gravel and graded, and that's that's our hope. That'd be nice. We should wish everybody a happy Easter. Yeah. Um, with uh, this weekend, um, you know, all good Fridays passed, but we still got uh, Easter and Easter Monday coming. We do. And I should thank you and Lydia for the fresh air popcorn popper or hot air is it called (laughs) hot air popper hot air popper yes so uh, we mentioned it on the last week's show and all of a sudden uh two arrived you got two hot air poppers just like that so except it pops popcorn all over the floor the table just flies out of that popper do you know what i think i think you'll figure it out you're fine (laughs) i think i'll figure it out you'll figure it out
Yeah, it was good. It did taste good popcorn. It I'll is. Tell you I mean, that. that's the way to, that's the way you make it. Huh? No butter on it. Well, you can put your own butter salt, on it. You can, but put, you can put that on it if you need to. But yeah, but it did taste good. Good. So, there, Thank see, you, Mr. Gilbert. You are welcome. That's funny. But the one I gave you kind of had a special meaning, doesn't it? That's Coke all over. Oh. It. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, Coke branded hot air popper. Yeah. So the. There was a big um, seminar conference that happened down in Toronto this uh, past week, all to do about heat pumps. So what did they uh, talk about or do down there? Well, there was a, there was a, a very large uh, heat pump symposium put on by HRAI in Toronto um, last week, and uh, it was all about um, just heat pumps, what it's doing for the climate, um, where we need to be as uh, a nation, a country, uh, a world when it comes to reducing uh, the use of fossil fuels and uh, more about being more focused on environment. And so they um, had, they also talked about um, someone, a, a, a person from Sweden came and they Sweden have already made the switch so they started 20 years ago um, reducing fossil fuel emissions and uh, their <coughs> I think they're I think most of their homes are, are heated with uh, with some form of heat pump these days well and some of them are even um, you know ground source yeah and they're talking about that in uh, 2030 to to build um, subdivisions with no gas lines, but they'll have the ground source loop yeah, the in the ground, lines, yes. yeah. and then you will hook up to that like you used to hook up to a gas line. Yes. So they're really, it's really coming fast. Yes. But if you're in a subdivision that's already built, it's pretty difficult to put in a geothermal, and that's where the air source heat pumps right. are uh, really taking off. and. I mean, it used to be, you know, I would say back in the 80s, it used to be 50-50 between heat pumps and air conditioners. And lately, well, I'm going to say, you know, let's say early 2000s, it was 98% air conditioners or maybe 2% heat pumps. Right. But now it's kind of gone the other way. That's about 90% heat pumps. It really is. 10% air conditioners. So if you're thinking of replacing that air conditioner, you might want to take a hard look at uh, at what a uh, heat pump should do right there um, they, they certainly I mean um, that's that's the major focus and so even if you call us and talk to us about you want to talk to us about cooling or air conditioning we're probably going to talk to you about a heat pump as well just to do our due diligence and make sure that we make sure that we offer everything to you just so you can understand where the country's going, the technology, the environmental effect, all those things, we have all that information for you. And $7,700 off. Yes, right. So you can you can, you can get a $7,700 benefit to this, which is great. And, and how do you get that? Uh, well, uh, you need, in order, you need a qualifying product first. So first we need to come out and actually see if you qualify for the rebate for a heat pump so we come to your house we'll do a full assessment we do a heat load heat, heat gain calculation uh, we check your duct sizing and then 
with those numbers, we can determine whether or not you would qualify for the program or not. So that's first and foremost. If you do qualify for the program, uh, we'll give you pricing on all the equipment that you need, and then you can look at that. If you want to go ahead, then we arrange to have a uh, eco-energy assessment done, or an efficiency test on the house, and then um, we install the equipment after that. Having to install a heat pump, the government's going to give you a rebate of $6,500, and then there's another $600 you're going to get back from them, which it pays helps pay offset the cost of that assessment. The assessment has a cost of um, up to $800, depending on which audit company you use. And so uh, part of the thing we're doing is we're, we're looking after up to $600 of that assessment for, for a customer. So really, uh, that's where the 7700 comes in, 6500 600 for the assessment, and another 600 from us. So that's $7,700. And it's, it's, you know, very popular. It's, it's happening. Um, take advantage of it. I don't want to say it's free money, but it is money that you can take advantage of to offset some of the costs because the costs of everything are going up these days. So anything we can do to help would, would definitely help us out. Right. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about our podcast, and uh, I heard it came up on one of your calls this week from with uh, across Ontario. So, but you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at two two six four nine nine three seven five two, or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Like we said just before the break, we wanted to talk about the Inch by Inch podcast, which is now available on all podcast networks um, that you listen to, Apple, you know, Google, whatever they are, you'll be able to find us. Uh, and a lot, a lot of times we're, we're getting posted maybe a week late from uh, this show right. so if you want to hear the most up-to-date go to our website uh, peterinch.ca and you can click on the podcast at the top and it will pop right up but you'll now start to see us on Facebook popping up with our <coughs> podcast and that yeah. but you were on a, a comfort advisor or a call and they were, were talking a little bit about our yes we were just uh, they were talking about um, effective marketing solutions and um we just talked about you know the radio shows that we do this including this one so um and uh just the importance of radio and just getting a message out to people and uh, just the effect it's had so um there was a you know they were quite interested in that and some of them had heard the show before and uh, some of them have actually been a guest on the show before so it was quite it was good they were just uh, reiterating um now not everybody i guess not everybody can do radio but i mean if you have the opportunity it's a good media for uh, to get the message out well and we found with covid right you know, not a huge expense but we've created our own studio yes and and uh sounds a lot better than when we used to do it on a phone absolutely and, yes uh, but uh and and works out so these days you know with a little bit of expense you can do a podcast or a radio yes. show if you wish so. yes they should invest in it. Yes, they should. All or they can just, you know, 
broadcast us. Yeah, well, that's right. You know, we could. They could sponsor us. They could. You know, we should maybe. Did you bring that up to them? When I will. I'll, maybe yeah. I'll, when I when I see Victor, I will talk to him yeah. about that. As long as they agree with air conditioning covers and changing <laughs> filters, you know, we're good. Then. Exactly. Take that. You know, we can take that across the nation. Now we had a customer write in. Customer asked years ago, my neighbor had a heat pump, and it was below my bedroom window. It oh. was extremely noisy. I heard on the radio that you're selling heat pumps. Why? And are they super noisy? <laughs> well, um, a heat pump is, I mean, let's, let's look at how quiet air conditioning has gotten over the years. So, I mean, they can't be any louder than 76 decibels. That's the, that's the standard. So that's the minimum. And then, but heat pumps, the side discharge units are very, very quiet. So those are the ones that... It, they're they're skinnier. They they look um, they're more rec- they're rectangular, and they you'll see the fan mounted on the side, and it blows the air to the side. Those are very quiet units. But keep in mind, a heat pump does make more noise than an air conditioner when it goes into defrost. So there's a refrigeration reversing valve in there, which uh, just changes the function of the heat pump uh, when it's when it's iced up and it has to defrost. And sometimes that will make noise. So are they are they quiet? Absolutely. But when the reversing valve's engaged, you're you're going to hear that, and that and that's for roughly a few minutes. It's right. not for hours. No, it just it'll it'll happen uh, for a couple of minutes, and then it will go back to normal operation and run like that for hours again. And we can't predict. You know, it's going to happen at uh, eleven o'clock every night. No, we can't predict when it's going to happen you know. because it depends on weather conditions and and how your unit's working. Now, um, we should remind everybody to do what this time of year? Let me see. Uh, rake their lawns, um, get ready for spring, uh, go Easter egg hunting tomorrow. Um, am I missing something? Take your air conditioner oh, cover I'm, why off. Why were we going there? Because we want to get it off. The weather's changed. We want it to get it off, let it breathe. Let it get that, you know, we like all that spring air. We open up our windows, let the air so, in. So so what happens What happens if you've actually forgot to put your winter cover on? Well, then you don't have to take it off. Perfect. I'm in good shape. Well, <laughs> but you should take it off, give it a wash, hang it out to dry, then fold it up, you know, put it away where you'll remember where you put it. Exactly. Turn that breaker on if you shut it off. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because it's going to get up to around 20, I'm going to give my AC a test, make sure that it's all working fine and that we have no issues with it. But uh, definitely start taking those covers or that board and brick, if that's how you covered it. If that's take, what you did, yes. Take it off and put it away. The board and the brick. Uh, and I would suggest what should we do to our furnace? Uh, well, you need to, to change the filter first and foremost. So, I mean... It's just that time of year, spring, put a new filter in, and then um, probably if it's if it's not maintained, you can get a maintenance done. Uh, you can get it done now, and then it'll be ready to roll for, for uh, next fall. Yep. Replace uh, that humidifier water yep. panel. Replace so the humidifier panel. It's close, fresh. Close the little humidifier door on it. Uh, yep. Just, you could, you could wax it, too, if you like. Put a little spray wax on it and make it happy, you know. Yep. Yeah. And an HRV, what should we do to that? Well, you're going to need to you're going to need to open that baby up and clean the core and the pre-filters. Um, if he, if some people do that, you know, just because it's been running all 
winter long uh, before you put it to bed for the summer uh, you should just get it cleaned up better to do it now than forget about it and then not do it before fall next year and by getting all those filters and everything cleaned it just makes your house you know fresher yep and uh, when the uh, HRV is bringing in that fresh outside air it's not going to hit a dirty stale filter and uh, change that smell as it's coming through sounds like you've uh, experienced that well mine was covered with bees oh so bees decided this was a good place to fly into so i see luckily it was sealed really well and they all didn't make it and uh it was easy to vacuum them up but definitely something you you should be looking at and and make sure that's done now we've had uh, we had a, a reader sent in says i hear you sell carrier equipment if i want to buy an another brand um do you have access to it? That's always a difficult question. Um, you, know, you know, we align ourselves up with a manufacturer, and we we line ourselves up with a with a good manufacturer. So, um, but you know, I guess it depends on what it is. And keep in mind that uh, our technicians work on all different uh, furnaces and everything, but they are trained specifically on installing the carrier product. So, I mean, if you wanted us to put in and another manufacturer um, we we would just have to take would take a little bit longer and we'd have to read the manual just to make sure we know how to vent it properly know the restrictions um, so there is it's not just every furnace goes in the same way uh, there's certain rules that manufacturers have with their own furnaces that they want it done right in order to extend its life expectancy and make sure it's installed properly so and why did we pick carrier well, Carrier, um, you know, they've always been um, they've always been a good manufacturer. Uh, we've we've established a good working relationship with them, and they were they're the really they're the ones who've been leading the way with this hybrid heat pump technology. And uh, we saw that coming early on, and thought we should, you know, grab onto this because this was the this was the future. So. Uh, carrier was more than happy to work with us and we with them and so far it's been great and and we can stand behind the product when Absolutely. we put in another manufacturer I, I i don't know if their product's good you may think their name's good and it's what you had before but it, we may not be able to stand behind it like we can with carrier yeah so it's definitely you know that that's a big thing when you got to warranty it for 10 years mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that it's going to function right and if it doesn't you want to have some clout to kind of go back to them and say hey you need to fix this up and if you're buying one-offs it may not work out that well right when you got to stick behind them um when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about our inch plans and why people should be on our inch plan versus calling in to book a tune-up uh you know what the difference is and why that's important but you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning with your co-hosts, Peter Inch and Steve Gilbert. So before the break there, we were saying, what is the benefit to an annual inch plan 
membership, which is a, can be a tune-up or a tune-up and warranty, compared to just calling every year and booking a tune-up? Well, I mean, most important thing is you get the tune-up. But uh, what's important is that we, one, we reserve a spot for you for next year. So uh, we book our maintenances a year ahead of time. So you don't have to worry about um, calling in and finding out that, oh, my goodness, what do you mean I can't have a maintenance till May uh, or June? So, I mean, uh, our customers, our members, uh, our they get the benefit of that so th- that benefit is is booking in advance uh, under your schedule uh, it, it also we also you have priority service with us so if in any need happens we're going to respond to you within a 24-hour period and get to you and get the problem remedied right away um, also we give uh, there's some better pricing we give for uh, for our members um, not everybody so if you remember Better pricing, better service, uh, pre-booked. Um, what else we got? Discount. Yeah. Discounts off uh, the service. Discount of the diagnostic fee. Yep. Uh, free filters. Free filters. There we go. Yes. We always give a filter with our maintenance plan. So uh, it's just important whether, and we'll go all the way up to a five-inch filter with that free filter. So that's a one inch four inch or five inch uh, filters are included in our maintenance and uh you know priority service which yes. you've mentioned but the getting it scheduled and done before you need it is a big thing it is big yes you know we get people don't think of oh you know i never called to get that tuned up it's like we don't call for snow tires until it snows right or we don't call to take them off until it's a beautiful sunny day right do you have your snow tires on? I've got a call to make an appointment. Uh, mine's done. Oh. Booked already, Steve. Finished, cleaned up, put away, Lovely. power washed. The yeah. th- <laughs> <laughs> why Why am I not surprised? Yeah, yeah, yeah just yes. Why am I not surprised? Now, you probably, you've, uh, I brought the golf clubs up. Yes. But you probably already golfed, did you? I did. I already had my golf clubs out and because uh, they made a trip down to South Carolina already. So, yeah. And how many rounds did you play? I played five. And what was your best round? Oh. 195? No, no. <laughs> I stayed I stayed under the 100 marker the entire week, which oh, was good. good. Yeah. Consider, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we played some nice golf courses. Um, I think my best score would have been at not 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 the last course because there's too much sand and water on that one. Um. <laughs> now the big question I should ask: Did Liz beat you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Huh? No. No. I'll uh, I'll give her some tips of how to get under your skin. Oh, know, is that right? Okay. And work. You Thanks. Know, do that little trash talking, you know, in your backswing. Or, yeah. Get that yeah, stuff and then uh, I also got to experience something called Top Golf down there. Oh, and that's something. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah. it's a fully, it's a three-level, fully automated uh, driving range. Um, but, and food but and drink. Food, and drink. I mean, uh, they have games that you play because they've got uh, you hit your ball out. It's out into the uh, hitting range, but in the hitting range, they've got um, different. Uh, targets so net net areas yep. so we're not talking about a car or a barrel or a bullseye <laughs> we're talking about a big net with a flag in the middle of it 
and as you get closer to the flag, you get a higher score. Yep. So, and they've got, and so you, there's different games. You can play an accuracy game or a distance game, or uh, it's really kind of cool. So, you just you get up there, you can take your clubs or use theirs. Theirs are quite nice too, by the way. And you just you take your club, you make sure your name's logged in on the computer. You wave your club in front of the sensor. It spits the ball out, and you hit. And uh, it's 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 interesting because then because if you think of it, there's a lot of people hitting golf balls at that at that same time. Yep. It it knows your ball uh, landed in that net down there. It's really kind of interesting. Has a GPS in the ball? So, I don't know. It can't be, but there's something going on there. I don't know the technology, but it's very very cool. Yeah. Well, and they when we were playing in Akron there at Firestone they Public Course, yes. they were building one. Yes. So. So if Maybe. we go back, we'll have to we'll have to play some top yeah. golf. Yeah, yeah that would be fun to do that. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen that in Texas and when I was down there. And there's none in Canada. We we uh, I went went home and I I looked it up, but there's one in Detroit. So yeah. I mean, we could, could go to Detroit and play some top golf. Well, maybe maybe that should be our next investment, Steve. A top top golf. golf. Yeah. yeah, there you go. We're the top heating and air conditioning company, so it would be very popular. Let me tell you, yeah, and and because it was it was cold when we were when we were there, um, it, so they have they had infrared heaters they had uh, on every bay. So yeah. I mean, and not just one; they had one at the front of you and the back of you, so you were well cooked. Well, maybe we'll have to change this show instead of talking a little bit about curling, maybe a little bit about golf. Time to talk a little bit about golf. We'll have to see. Now there was, I just see one came in here, um, question, says, do you maintain pool heaters? Uh, no. I mean, pool heaters are kind of a specialized product. We, I mean, it's a gas product. Could we? Possibly, but we don't really have any experience on them, so it's not something we're going to dive into, so I'm just, I would call the pool company. Yeah, like on, we can do the gas side of it, but if we find out, okay, it's a pump or it's it's the water side of it that right. deals with the pools that's not what we do and yes and so it's better to call someone that specializes in that yes and always make sure that it gets looked after uh, another question that came in said my water heater has died uh, how soon can you put in a new water heater I, well, it really depends. First of all, we got to find out if we have stock. So we got to make sure we can get the product. If we can get the product, uh, because people don't have hot water, I mean, we really do our best. Um, for instance, yesterday I had a customer with no hot water. And when we were on the phone, you, you told me initially uh, Friday, but it ended up we could do it today. So they're getting their hot water heater today. So it really depends. We try to do it as quickly as we possibly can because it's an emergency. Just like if we have a no heat or a no cool, we really try to move those customers up and get them uh, their, their uh, back up to their comfort levels as soon as we can by getting that equipment installed. And why can't you give a price over the phone? Why can't you just say this is the price? I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Dean walked into a uh, water heater and uh, I mean, it's going to take, we might not get the product out of the basement. So if we can't get the product out of the basement, how are we going to get a new product into the basement? So there are things that, I mean, sure, you can send me a picture of your water heater. That's great, but I don't know how to get it there. So all that comes into play, and we really need, so we don't arrive, book a spot for you, and then we get there, we can't even get the product into the house. So there are different things. We need to see that. We need, And so that's part of our job when we're, uh, going out to give you quotation is to 
analyze the job and make an assessment just to make sure we can we can do it properly and the same with the piping you know whether it's copper or plastic or can we take out the plastic and hook into straight copper or you know venting how's it going to vent and is it the way it's vented now up to code because code does change yes and make sure that 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 is possible and and uh is correct so uh, and the stairs, you know, unfortunately, we've seen some really bad stairs. Yes, that are, which, are, which are dangerous. Yeah, unsafe, and you're bringing down this big water heater, and a lot of times taking out a really heavy water heater that's full of debris in the bottom of the tank. Right. Um, so a lot of times when they empty the water heater, they think it's going to be light, but then they find out it isn't because right. of all the, what do they call that? sediment and sediment that's in the bottom of the tank yeah so you're listening to the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates heating air conditioning when we're not on the radio you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back well welcome back to the inch by inch the home comfort show Presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, we're out doing a little cleanup on fireplaces lately, and some of them are pretty old. Yes. So um, Craig was just at a, a customer's just uh, last week, and uh, it was an older fireplace. They they had um, they had a, a bit of a the humidifier line came off. The plastic humidifier line came off the humidifier when they were away on the weekend. And when they got home, there was like four to five inches of water in the basement. So keep that in mind. A little plastic quarter-inch humidifier line pops off the humidifier and runs water. I mean, so think of that. Think about how much, so four to five inches of water sitting in your basement. So that that line was spewing water out at a very high rate because it's under pressure. And... People just kind of think, well, it's only a little, it'll only be a little bit of water. Mm-mm. That it, it pours out a lot of water. Now, do we use a plastic line when we, we install? We do not. We we take the plastic line out of the kit and throw it in the garbage, and we install copper because we don't want a pressure pop on those lines. So uh, keep that in mind. So, anyways, customer comes home, and there's four to five inches of water. So it's it's um they they have to call in uh, you know restoration company and they come in and and uh, so the fireplace you know was sitting in some water but fireplaces are typically up off so that you're really not into anything because it was off the ground but it's just all the moisture in the air as well so anyway craig goes out uh thinks it's just it's it's this fireplace had never had a problem until this point in time so all of a sudden the uh pilots it, it starts but then it's just kicking out so he cleans up the flame sensor, checks the pilot, and checks the millivolt on the on the pilot assembly. So it looks like the pilot generator is not working, so he changes the pilot generator. It works for a day, snaps out again. So now it's probably a gas valve. So the chances of getting a gas... So this fireplace was made by GSW. I didn't even know they made fireplaces, <laughs> so that's how old it is. And the GSW company is not around anymore. Uh, they were purchased up by uh, another entity. So the GSW fireplace will is not would not be in existence anymore. So it, he 
he could, if he wanted to, try to go on Amazon or something and try to find a gas valve for that particular fireplace or maybe find that fireplace and still it's working and he could buy it for parts. Who knows? You just don't know that. But it's a 30-year-old fireplace. That's not the problem. The problem is is that it's all been redone in, res- in restoration. So that old fireplace went back in, they bricked it all in and it makes it look nice. But, I mean, it would, it's going to take us four to five hours to cut it out without destroying anything that they just had redone so i mean that's there's a lot of lessons here one is you know when you're involved in that kind of renovation you know you probably you might have wanted to look at another fireplace at that point in time seeing how you're going to put it back in the wall uh, because it had to be moved and once you move something that old like moving an old air conditioner or an old furnace i mean something's going to happen to it and it's not going to work so i mean it it hindsight's a wonderful thing you find all of you know because if if you just would have done this or done this you wouldn't have had a problem but um that's that's and they may have they may have got the fireplace covered under insurance as well but that's not the case now because it's already been put back and installed and it was working so you have to keep in mind that old products like that we just because he asked can we not just take the guts out of it and just use that opening and i said no we can't because that was approved as a as a burning appliance from the cga and we can't alter that so those are made they're tested and they're deemed safe and you can't alter that box in any way shape or form um, because you're you're changing what the appliance was made for and is it a um, vented up through the chimney nope direct vent direct vent out yep. the back yep yeah, but it's like when I when I pulled the tag to look at it, I went GSW, GSW makes a fireplace. Oh, okay, that's how old it is. Because I'm I've been I've been in the industry for thirty years, and I don't remember GSW making a third no, making I a fireplace. Uh, you know, I thought maybe it's a Hunter, which was right. way old. Did that yes, but no GSW. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, I just I, I I feel badly for them. I just and and sometimes sometimes these fireplaces are a little bit too much for us and so i told him i was going to see if i could find something to fit the opening i said but if i'm striking out i'm going to refer you to some friends of ours who are in the fireplace business really in the fireplace business and that's at elmira stove Works. so i said you may want to just call them just for consultation they have more they have access to more products than we do and they really are fireplace professionals and I don't mind doing that. I don't mind because I certainly want them to be happy with the end result. And so it might not, it might be not using our, our company, but using friends of ours who do a really good job with that. And the, uh, you know, like you said, if we alter an appliance or a furnace the way it's supposed to do it, that could really affect their insurance going down the road. Well, yeah, I, I the only way you can get any product uh, approved after you've made some sort of alteration to it is to call TSSA and have them come in and, and do a check on it. But, I mean, that's going to cost you $500 an hour, and they may still not approve it. So, And it's a 30-year-old product. So really, if you can't find the original parts to put back in that unit, uh, it's just time to change it. Now, the real important question. Uh-oh. Did they put a copper line on the humidifier? I didn't ask. <laughs> I should have asked. You should have asked. But if they I didn't, didn't do ask. that, they put another plastic I don't, line yeah, on. I don't think they put another plastic line on because that's, I mean, that's not the first time we've heard that, which is why we use copper. Yeah. I mean, it happens, uh, 
think of it, all you people that have refrigerators and you've got water going to your, your ice maker and your water dispenser, if there's a plastic line back there, I strongly suggest that you change it to copper. Yeah. Same thing. If it pops off, that water is just, there's no shutoff. The shutoff is in the fridge on a valve. So if that, if that ever, that high pressure ever pops, for whatever reason, just because the plastic's weak, that baby's just going to spill water until you find it. And it could be days before you realize where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, um, you know, I've my fridge is a co- I put in a copper line, ran from the basement, you know, and ran it all the way up. And not and, in a piercing valve. You put in a ball valve. Yep. Yes. And it has like uh, you know two or three circles at the back, so I can pull it out and yes. push it in and and uh, take care of it. The same with my humidifier. You know, I yes. just uh, so it's it you know it's do it do it right or do it quick. And, you know, especially if your humidifier line gets any sunlight coming through a window on it, it can deteriorate that. Yeah, plastic, yeah, the UV will, the UV will tear it apart. Yeah, because yeah. they're thinking the plastic line in the basement will never get any sunlight on it. Well, that's not true, right. depending where the windows are and things like that. So, well, I feel sorry for that family who went through that. That'd be awful to come home from a vacation to find that in your basement. Yeah, you well, go downstairs and and you just you see that shimmer, and that's not yeah. that's not wax on the floor; it's water. Yeah. Well, I remember that when I bought a new house, and I painted the floor in the basement, and then went back to my other house till I came back in the morning and went, "Wow, look at how shiny that floor is! <laughs> that is just beautiful." Until I stepped on it and realized the water heater has let go. Right. And now my new painted floor had hot water on it. Now I had to scrape the whole basement again yep. and then repaint it. Yes. And I thought, yeah, I should have replaced that water heater the first day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are just, I mean, it, it's, when you go in, like when you purchase a new home, I mean, it's the same sort of thing. You should just, when you purchase a new home, call us, have us come out and just check the equipment. Let us do a service on it. Let's make sure that you're starting off on the right foot, that we can maybe, if there's a part that's a little bit of weak, like a capacitor on the air, the furnace, that we can get that replaced so you don't have an untimely breakdown. Yeah. Well, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to this show or any of our shows, go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.